on the journey to build a successful business, it can be a struggle to build an audience. It can be a struggle to build a successful sales funnel. But what if that wasn't the most effective way to have a consistent and predictable flow of clients? What if you could achieve that by sticking to your zone of genius and adding more value and being of service? This is the magic of a referral system. This is the magic of having someone email you or send you a message, an existing client, saying, I love the results that you've helped me achieve. Here's also a person from my network who I'd love to refer you to who, who you could also help get, get a similar result. What if that was coming through consistently? What if those emails and messages were coming through consistently in your phone or on your computer? The question is, how do we do this? Well, that's why we have Kendra Beavis here. Kendra, in this episode, is gonna walk you through how from day dot she was able to implement a referral system within her uh, business by being of service and by truly just loving creating results for clients. So what you're gonna learn in this episode is one, how to set yourself out from the competition by adding more value. Two, the beliefs you need to have about business to put this in place. Three, how to sell from a place of confidence. And four, how you can do this all without a marketing funnel. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Okay, my online family, welcome back to another episode of the Awaken Your Business podcast. I have Kendra here. Obviously, Kendra Beavis, we've been, we've been uh, in, in communication, building a relationship for a little while now. Obviously, we've been on a few events and met through, met through Monica and all the cool stuff. But one thing that you reached out to me for is, is one thing that was on my mind that I wanted to really have a conversation around, that is building referral systems building an internal referral system for your business in a way that allows you to have a flow of clients on the back of you serving at a higher level. And so the challenges that I find people are running into is that, you know, they're trying to find creative ways to try to market and get themselves out there and look different and all those different things. Um, the reason why I want to have this chat is one way to combat that and, and to set yourself apart is to have these systems in place or have this at least this top of mind that you can have um referrals come in um on the back of you really starting to describe you know really starting to serve it at, at that next level um so before we get into your story of how you got into all this i'll read your quick bio that sure. you got here uh so just so everyone knows those who don't know kendra uh she's the founder and ceo of the brand strategy studio mocha creative do you pronounce it mocha Mocha, yep. Mocha Creative. Uh, over the last 15 years, she has been celebrated as a master artisan, uh, working on an intimate scale with her clients and crafting unique brands with great care and, and ingenuity. She believes the flip side of a great design is thoughtful strategy. With this core belief in mind, she's developed and elevated over 54 brands in the fitness, retail, and financial industries and won multiple industry awards 
uh, mostly for her brand and web and website development for solid care. Her favorite project to date has been raising her two children on Long Island, uh, supported by tireless efforts of a tech savvy husband. No doubt the tech savvy <laughs> husband is probably going to get mentioned in here somewhere, but we welcome yeah. <laughs> you. We welcome you, Kendra. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be here and talk to you. I love having these conversations and I'm very excited to share any knowledge I have. So someone starting out can have this um, in mind when they're, when they're building their business. Definitely. Or even if they're in business for a while and they haven't, uh, yeah. haven't considered this because um, it's not necessarily something I've built. I've had referrals come to me um, time and time again over the years, but it's only recently that I've really started looking at this as a particular strategy, as a particular uh, way to implement in my business so that um, I can have more of a flow because I've learned in business, obviously a, a referred client is one that is, is going to be more loyal, is obviously going to, they're, they're going to um, not only pay on time, but uh, argue less, you know, there's less resistance. Yeah. There's so many things that, um, that offer as a benefit to having a referred client. But one thing I want to ask you to start off with is what is the difference you've seen in your business to start off with um, since you started really serving at a high level and having a referral system in mind? Well, um, you know, when I first started, I had no clients. So <laughs> to refer me, um, you know, there wasn't that base. So what I had to do when I began this business um, just about 20 years ago, I, you know, I was hustling. I was looking for the the people that I can serve. I was um, a new mom and I, I kind of, once I had my baby, I was like, huh, I think I really want to do this from my house with my child. How can I make this um, craft that I love into a business? Um, and I had had did some, I had worked in the city. Um, I was at a branding studio there. Um, I was absolutely shocked that I didn't love that because that was like the dream since I was a little girl. I was going to have my briefcase and be in Manhattan. And then I got there and I was like, oh, I don't like this. Um, so I, yeah, I, when I started the business, I was just looking at what do I do really well? How can I, how can I fit that into somebody else's business? How can I solve a problem? And I just started calling people and um, really networking um, I worked with a lot of photographers because at the time when I was starting out, it was 1998, 2000, I guess was really um, when all of this began and um, photographers didn't have an avenue for digital albums yet. Digital photography was still somewhat looked down upon in the photography industry, especially wedding photography. They still wanted, you know, your eight by 10 matted photos in a book, but it was just starting to become a thing. And I knew I could do that. And I loved weddings and the wedding industry. Um, so I started calling photographers. I made lots of, I too, actually just yesterday, one of my old photography clients called me for some branding work. Um, so, you know, over the years I built relationships with a lot of different businesses. And one of the things I've always kept in mind is, um, not only like high level of service is just the baseline. That's just a given, but the relationship that I build with these clients there, it's such a personal thing. It's not, it's, it's more than business. It's, it's, it's on so many different levels. And because of that, they've come to know me, not just as a solution provider, but as a friend, as a consultant, 
Um, and similar to when you find a product that you love and you want to scream it from the rooftops or a book that you love and you want to share it with your friends, that's what I've found that my clients do is they, they know that my company can serve and solve a lot of different issues that maybe you would need several different companies to, ser- to, to solve. Um, so they love recommending me to their whole network. And so you can see how if this started with one client who referred me to the next person, who then those two clients, then it's just exponential growth. So 20 years of that, it's really unfolded into such a beautiful business. And everybody that I am connected with now, I've worked with for I'm some of them 17, 18 years. Mm. So what did you feel when you obviously getting started we all start with zero clients. Yes. That's a, that's a given. No, one, no one's yeah. born with clients, right? So we, no. um, and if someone has been, reach out to me because I want to know how that's possible. <laughs> but one thing uh, I really want to ask is what did you, when you started networking and you started doing your outreach, was there anything in particular that got you that, uh, you know, that sort of momentum with the first clients so that they can start? Because obviously when you're starting out, you don't have the, the particular referral yeah. base, you don't have the expertise or the, uh, you don't have the portfolio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how did you get started with, uh, with getting those, that few, the, those few first clients? A lot of times I would walk in with a solution in hand. So if it was somebody who I knew um, was looking for a particular service, I would literally bring it to them. Like the photographers, I had digital albums that I spec I did for myself, for friends, and walked in with that. So basically, I would say, like, if there's something that you want to present yourself as an expert, maybe not an expert, but as you can provide this solution, show them. Create the work yourself. Don't be afraid to, like, do a test project and do something um, just to show that you can actually do this work. Um, so that's how I was able to kind of get my foot in the door with a lot of different, um, businesses because I would walk in with work that was done that I know that like a lot of printers, I would reach out to, um, print houses and I know that they oftentimes outsource their graphic design work. So I would walk in with brochures and, and flyers and things that I had done at my previous company and showed them. Um, and you know, I, I had a, a I wasn't walking into, to, places that I didn't have experience with. Like I knew I could do what they were looking for. I knew I could solve a problem that they need solved. So I wasn't trying to fit myself into a position that wasn't something I was, I was good at. I knew what I was good at. I knew what I loved doing. And then I went and looked for those clients instead of, oh, I see someone's looking for something. I don't really know that industry well, but I'm going to just try it anyway. I kind of reverse engineered and did it the other way. Okay. What well, one thing I notice is your level of focus. A lot of people can get stuck when they have this, especially a lot of people listening to to this um, podcast, where they have this gift they want to give out to the world. A lot of them are coaches, light workers. They have this inner ability to, whether it's with healing, whether it's you know with with mindset. And so, a lot of them say, "I have this gift. How do I get it out into the world?" And what you're sort of saying is, "I'm not focusing on." my gift per se, I'm focusing on the, on the problem that I'm solving. And yes. if we're in business, we're in, we're, we're in business because we solve problems. We're problem solvers. Yeah. And, uh, and the problem I love to solve, not just any problem mm-hmm. or something I'm somewhat, I like truly love seeing these solutions being implemented and helping these businesses grow. So you're my, you might, um, you know, have a, have a 
passion for helping someone get over an addiction or something. I just think be specific in what you're, you're passionate about and what you really want to, who you want to serve, get micro, micro focused on that single person. You know, they always, when we're branding a company, we have to think about personas and create these personas. And I think when you're marketing your business, you know, it's so important to do that. Who do I, not only can I serve this person well, but who I, I want to work with. Cause that was the other thing. I always went for people that I knew we would mesh. Like we would have a conversation and it wasn't always that case. Like I would talk to somebody and I'd get off the phone and be like, no, that's not going to work. Or I'd walk in somewhere and we just didn't hit it off. Without that genuine personal connection, it was never a great, really, uh, a great match. So it was something I usually will walk away from. Um, so just keep that in mind too. Awesome. Well, what, what else did you have? Anything else in your particular focus? Was there anything you were focused on? obviously solving the problem and working with someone that you would love to work with and solving a problem that you'd love to solve. Is there anything else that went through your mind, any other area of focus that allowed you to sort of build that momentum and trust within that, within those first clients? Um, I just was very confident because I knew I could do what I was saying I could do. I, there was no snake oil in it. It was just um, extremely genuine and I was excited to do it. So um, I think that came across too. Like there was honesty, there was transparency. If somebody had asked me for something that I had never done before, I would totally tell them like, yeah, I, 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 here's my solution that I, I think I can do. I've never done it before. Let's, let's go for it. Let's try it. Um, I wasn't afraid. I had nothing to lose. And I really, really love connecting with people and meeting new people. Um, so if nothing else, we just had a great conversation. Cool. I love that, especially in the form of like when, when someone's thinking about this and saying, how can I implement this in my life? Well, where's your area of focus? Is your area of focus on solving a problem and being excited to solve that problem? Being yeah. excited to connect with this person, build this relationship and say, you know what, if I solve this problem for you, it's going to be well worth the investment of the, of the services or the product, whatever I'm, whatever I'm delivering. But it's also going sure. to be an exciting journey that we can take together to, to make your life easier, to help you get better results, to help you, you know, whatever the outcome right. might be, right? Mm -hmm. And that was such an important part of it is really showing up um, as your true authentic self because there are, I mean, I couldn't even imagine how many people that do what I do. Um, I mean, designers are a dime a dozen. So what makes me different from somebody, you know, somebody else? It's, it's the genuine connection that I'm making with that person, you know, that's what I'm, it's so many layers of what makes a good relationship that's going to stand the test of time. And, and that's a big, big part of it is I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. It's, um, you know, it has to be the right, the right fit. Mm. One thing that you've, you've highlighted that makes you stand out is that connection, is that relationship. Um, is that what you look to go for? Is that when you, when you're working with a client and you're looking to bring them on board, do you first build the connection with that person or is it that you can solve the problem first? Is there anything like that that goes through your mind? It's definitely that I can solve the problem first. I know we have the solution for them, whatever it is. They need a new brand. They're struggling with something. You know, we can help them. The second part of it is if we don't have that connection, I cannot get in their head 
and I need to be able to do that in order to understand their culture, their brand, their everything. I need to understand their motivations and their, their values so that I can really act as them and like basically put their head on my shoulders when I'm leading my team in what we're designing for them and the solutions we're creating for them. So if I know and I have this really intimate relationship with this CEO, I can act as him. I know or her. I know exactly the choices that she would make. I know what her her standards are. I know, I mean, there are people we know so well that like, if I see the wrong kind of comma in a typeset, I'm like, nope, that, that's definitely not, or, it, and it helps with the brand part too, because you, you know, there's a certain flavor um, that you have to keep in mind when you're designing for all of these different clients. So the fact that we get so close, um, it, it, it aids in the final product. So, I mean, it's just, I've also been told like for years, um, you really shouldn't do business that way. Uh, it, you get too close, you get too, but I've had some of these clients for 18 years and it's worked out so beautifully. I've never felt icky. I've never felt salesy. It's just this genuine um, unfolding. Totally. Why do you think that is? Why do you think... I mean, in, in the world of online business right now, there's so much emphasis on setting up a funnel, setting up a sales system and implementing marketing in a way that can be, you know, in a way manipulating. And the outcome mm -hmm. is the outcome is to get a client, but also the it's sort of like people are manipulating their marketing and their strategy and getting attached to those outcomes. I think that, true genuine connection that heartfelt service might be missing for a lot of people um why how is it that you sort of fell into this and sort of saying well i'm not going to go down the route of the funnels and the and the sales tactics yeah. i'm just going to serve is there anything in particular that happened that led that led you to it i kind of always have been that way i i um i grew up in a family-owned business and my my dad ran the business the same way. They weren't customers. They were, I knew, I, you know, we, we knew their kids, we knew their grandkids. We knew it was just, you build these relationships. So for me, business was always about building relationships since I was little. That's, that was what my, my example was. So when it came to building this business, I just naturally did the same thing. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I am, I am driven. I am, um, I have, I, it's just, I don't go about things the traditional way and it's worked out really well for me. Mm. Um, I don't do have an email list. I don't have funnels. I just have a lot of really, really great clients that continuously recommend me to all their, their network. And, um, they're all the same type of people. Like you were saying how, you know, a, a referral customer is a different type of type of customer than someone just coming to you from Google or whatever, you know, wherever their touch point was. Um, they're already aware of what you do and how you can solve a problem that they have. And there's somebody that I work with currently recommends to me. So oftentimes I'll get somebody calling me and saying like, Hey, you know, so-and-so they have this big company in the city and they're having an issue with this. Um, they're really great company really you know aligned like because they know where i stand and the way we work so you know the referral is almost vetted for me and it 
it nine times out of 10 turns into a conversion and a new client. And how much, think about how much time that solves. Like, for example, like you're, yeah. you're in your element. This is where I think it's so beautiful because it, it's so leveraged as well. If you just be smart about this, when, when you have, when you're in your element and you're serving and you're loving solving these, these challenges for your clients, and then you fall in love with your clients and you build this relationship and then they refer you elsewhere to people who they know you would be aligned with. And then because right. of that, there's already a connection. There's already trust built there. And nine times out of 10 um, that they become a new client. Think of how much more efficient that is than yes. the classic building a funnel, building a, a sales system, putting out a freebie, building an email list. Um, it just right. to me, and, and I believe obviously there can be aspects of both. There's, there's, there's oh, absolutely. plenty of systems we can put in, 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 um, in business. But I think this is, this is something that goes missing. This is something that people overlook sometimes and when it can be so much more efficient, so much more time, um, you know, so much more value on your time, so much more value on your effort. Is that what you found? Is that, is that what you found growing your business for this amount of time and having clients for, you know, some for 18 years? Do you find that there's a, a great, where you're in, in most of your zone of genius? Is that what you found? Yes. And there's such a, a, a such appreciation for it. I remember sitting in my, at my desk with my infant and thinking like, I just wish that I didn't have to work so hard at this. And that was before, like, I really had a couple good clients and I just wanted the phone to ring. And now so many years later, I'm like, wow, we, we got there and we did it the way I wanted to do it. It wasn't anything that I wasn't comfortable with or didn't feel like me. I don't think I would have lasted if, if I went the route of something that just didn't feel um, aligned with who I am and um, the way I wanted to build my business. And, you know, I've chosen to do this a certain way. So my team is all virtual. Um, we did have a, an office. We just closed it in December because none of us could go in. Um, so, you know, I don't have the big, huge agency with the glass walls that you can write on and all of the, the fancy things that I thought I wanted at one point. I, I started to build that and pivoted when I realized that it didn't feel right. Um, so I've been very, it's been a lot of like shift and, and pivot as I go to stay true to why I started this to begin with. And that was always, I just wanted to do really great work, help people grow their businesses and still be able to spend time with my family and enjoy our lives and travel. So, you know, this is extremely aligned to my lifestyle and, and what I wanted to create. Um, so it's, it's, you know, not for everyone. Um, but I, I think it's a great way to go about doing business because it almost doesn't feel like business. It feels like I'm just helping out a lot of really great people. Um, yeah. I want to, I want to get more into that. But one thing you mentioned is that when you go into a meeting or you go into meeting a client, there's a lot of confidence there. What, yeah. what advice, what advice would you give someone that is looking to build their client base, but they, they're not as confident. They're not as confident with their ability to, um, to deliver or their ability to sell or their, you know, their relationship skills might not be, um, 10 mm -hmm. out of 10. What would you, what advice would you give someone that's not as confident with that sort of, with that, with that sort of transition? 
Well, I mean, you're, you're bringing up a couple different um, issues. So, I mean, if the confidence to sell is where you're lacking, don't think of it as selling. Just think about, uh, you know, convincing, not convincing, but explaining to somebody how you can solve something for them or how you can help them grow. You're really like, think about it sitting down with a friend having coffee who needs your advice. And that's what you're doing. And at the end of the day, they decide like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, we're going to do this. You win. But, you know, it's, I, I don't ever think about it as selling. I walk into a boardroom and I just say, here's what I see. And here where I think we can, there are some holes that we can fix. And um, the, 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 the one delivery part though, like I don't walk into a room unless I know it's something we can deliver and we can do. Um, I don't try and, you know, small things, sure. Like if we've never done um, a particular type of campaign before or, um, you know, never worked in a certain industry that we're walking into, I will do my damnedest to make sure that I'm walking in there with as much expertise as I can and knowledge as I can on that industry. I pretty much will Facebook, LinkedIn, like completely stalk whoever the company is that I'm walking in, including most of the people that I can find that work at that company so that I have almost a leg up on, I know that person has kids and they like to travel. And I know that person um, is like a tech nerd. And we have like this weird thing in common because I, I saw it on LinkedIn or I saw it on their Instagram. So I, I do a lot of research, <laughs> stalking <laughs> um, before I walk into a room. So I do know, um, even aside from just the business, even my husband makes fun of me because we'll go out and I'll know I'm going to see certain contacts and I will make sure that I'm looking at their social feeds to, to know, okay, they, um, you know, they just had an anniversary or so-and-so's birthday. So I have like these talking points mm. and that actually gives me a lot of confidence because I know, okay, we'll connect on this or I have this to bring up, or I know that they're going to want to talk a lot about this specific topic because it's something they love. Mm, cool. So and that helps. Yeah. So, so stalk, stalk your clients. <laughs> Do it in Definitely. a way that's legal. <laughs> yes. Um, no, become an expert in them because if you want to connect with them in a real way, um, you know, find out who they are. Right. I can imagine people going through like, their prospects, trash cans outside the house. Kind of find <laughs> don't out do more. that. And if you don't. do it, don't tell them I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it makes sense to, if you're researching someone online, you're researching a company, you're researching what their branding is, you know, their interests, what posts they have, their family. When you walk in there, you not only feel like you know them, but you feel you, you have the confidence and certainty that you have the solution to their problem. Right. No doubt that's what comes across is your level of certainty. And even if you haven't done it in this particular way, your level of confidence and certainty that you can figure it out will definitely come across. And right. I, think, I think that's a key, a key element when it comes to all of this. One thing I want to also ask is what do you recognize within yourself, particular beliefs that you have? And the reason I ask this is because not many people have a skill set where they go out and they start serving clients and all of a sudden it starts having the ripple effect of just referrals and and thriving clients that keep coming back that's not very common in this world and i wish it was more common um but one thing i want to ask is what particular things about business about yourself about your clients what beliefs do you have do you think that led to those particular results um well uh, one 
one thing that just came up for me was um, businesses are just people. And when I was working at the branding agency in the city, I realized that pretty quickly because I was put as an extremely green designer in a position where I was talking to major, major corporations and I was so freaked out. And then I just, I realized like, oh, this is just a guy who owns a company and sure it's tremendous and he's a billionaire, but he's just a person. And that was like a really interesting lesson because I even it, it not only helps me brand companies better, but it also helps me understand their how to how to how to work with companies better because it's not you're not working with a company you're working with people. Um, so that that's a huge part. Um, and I have this um, thing. I guess it's I, I don't know. I just I don't want to do anything that's not fun. <laughs> um, so that's really at my core. Like if if it's not a good connection, if it's not a good project, if it's not something that I'm going to have fun doing, I don't want to do it. And we, when we started out, um, we offered everything under the sun, um, every service. And over the years, I've just come to the point where I'm like, I just don't like doing that. There's friction there when it comes to doing it. I'm not going to serve my clients best if I'm doing something that I'm not enjoying. Um, if there's someone on my team and they want to take the reins and they're fantastic, great. I can guide them, but I really don't, take any projects or, or offer any services that we don't absolutely love doing. So I think that that's a big part of it too. When you're excited to do something for someone um, that, that shows and it, it makes a better, a better end product too. Mm. I think it all flows because when you, when you're in your element, when you're having fun, when you're in your zone of genius, it's the ripple effect of your true grace zone flows through you where you're able to serve the client and solve problems at a resourceful level they're yeah. not only thriving then you're not only solving the problem but you're they're thriving you're happy and creative in that space and then that's the ripple effect because obviously you have to th have a thriving client that that loves you and your work to then generate that those referrals right yeah and then yeah. that with each client that comes your way and as long as the projects are fun, as long as the projects excite you and you're passionate about solving that problem, that's what's flowing. I think a lot of people have the, uh, have the, the thought or the belief that I'm, I'm okay to do this as long as it's making me money. And right. Honestly, money is like the last thing I think about. Mm. I mean, I, I, my prices are my prices and I don't really budge on those because I know we're worth it. Yeah. Um, but it's almost not even a conversation. I can't tell you how many contracts I've won because they just liked me or liked my team or, you know, they, we were just on a call with a client and he said, this is the third web design we've had done in three years and by far the best experience because we, we hold them through the whole process. We hold space for them to co-create along with us, which is the funnest thing. I'm creative at my core. So, I want to do something creative with someone else, whether that's in business or outside of business in any capacity I can. And when I think a lot of, um, a lot of, especially like, I don't want to bring up particular 
um, industries, but a lot of industries, they have people inside of them that are so creative, but they don't get to express that. And then when we walk in the door and we see those people, we're like, oh, that person is going to be great on this project. And we can help guide like who is actually going to be part of this team that helps bring this to life. And it's so much fun for them because they get to like express this whole new thing that they haven't done at their job yet. Um, so I mean, that's, that's another, working with the, the clients teams is um, one of my funnest, or funnest, enjoyable, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Cool. I like it. Well, one thing I want to ask is, is there anything that you do in particular to, that allow referrals to be easy for your clients? Do you, do you ask them for referrals? Do you suggest it? or do you just focus on them thriving? What is it that allows for that ripple effect? I never do. Um, I, I've never asked for a referral ever. I, it just, they just organically do it. And, and I would like to say that that was like a one-off thing. It's not, it happens almost daily. Um, absolutely stunning. I'm, I'm very much like a universe has your back and um, I have this whole, idea of how nothing is um, a coincidence and it's just it blows my mind every single day how giving and lovely these people are um, it, it's it's amazing I, I've never no I don't have a system I don't have a I, I do ask for testimonials I have a form for that um, but it's just a lot of staying in contact, connecting. Um, if I haven't spoken to a client in a little while, or um, we recently just had a client's business close um, due to COVID uh, situation, um, I've reached out to them a few times. I even sent them something. So doing those sorts of things, like really letting them know, like you genuinely care, because I do. It's not a, a, you know, nothing about this is fake. It's all, none of it's a sales pitch. I want to see the people I work with their businesses explode and everyone there to do really well. Um, and when they're not, I'm, I'm, I've got their back. I'll help them figure out what their next move is or, okay, how can we, how can we pivot? What does this look like? Okay. We took that website down, the business closed. Guess what? I have a backup of it and he's talking about a new business already. So we're ready to go with that framework and get him up and running as fast as possible. You know, we love helping people get to that next level, whether it's in business or in life. And so one of the questions people who are listening to this can ask themselves is who do I need to become? What do I need to focus on? What do I need to believe to have this client want to refer me, right? For the client want to refer me, who do I need to show up as? What do I need to deliver? How much care and genuine, authentic, so much. Send, right? Everything. Give it everything. Cause why wouldn't you? I mean, when, when they really feel that they are supported, that they can trust you, um, they're going to scream it from the rooftops and, and they likely their network are the same type of people that they are. So if you're aligned with them, they're going to connect you to 10 other people that are, are, you know, on the same level. Mm. Is there anything you ask yourself any area of focus you have in particular that you think sets you apart from other people who are branding other, you know, website developers, anything, what, what else sets you apart that allows this relationship to thrive, that allows them to keep coming back and for you? Is there anything else you can dissect or recognize within your own business? I try and make um, the experience of 
working with us as enjoyable as possible, as easy as possible. So we spend a lot of time on an onboarding process um, so that everything I could think of that I need to ask up front is asked up front. And we're not coming back 20 times with, oh, we forgot this or we forgot that. Like, we've been doing this a long time. So we, we know how it all works, um, you know, and also coming at it with, I, I listen, there is no template to branding a business. There's no system. There's no box. Every business is different. And the business owner started it for a certain reason. What is that? You know, where, what, how do they want to change the world with what they're doing? Um, so we really get really down deep on, on finding out what their motivations are and building it from that, not building it from a system that I created. Um, so I think that's a lot of it is it's asking a ton of questions, um, getting, to know the, the company and the people so well that you can function as them and then you can build um, from there. Mm. So build uh, it from their box, basically, yeah. not yours. Uh, I love that because what you explained before is the reason is my view on business. And that is that it's more than business. This is, yeah. this is what makes me cry is when I have, because I give my clients um, forms to fill out, like, oh, what gave you confidence to, to sign up with me, to sign up for this particular program? And eight times, nine times out of 10, they'll say it's because we can feel you genuinely care. We can feel that yeah. you genuinely care. You actually have the, um, that, that care and that soul and that, that passion to, to help. And that sort of seems to be, what's missing in the world of business of systems and, and needing to make the sale and having attachments to outcomes and, um, you know, really having our worthiness attached to having making 10, 10 K months or, you know, six figure years or, or, or right. seven figures. Like we, we place so much on that and our worthiness attached to that that we, we can think of once we get there, then we'll be enough or we'll be safe or we'll be loved or whatever it might be. But all of that sort of takes away the fact that you're here to serve. You are here to yeah. genuinely serve. And that's when you're thriving. When you're, when you're serving in your element and you're in your zone and you're just helping this person heart to heart, it, it's so much more than business. It's like, this is yeah. your gift. This is your guidance. This is, this is grace flowing through you. And it is a, it is a privilege. It is a blessing to be able to do that. And I think people miss that. Um, but what would, what, what would you give, what advice would you give or what sort of things have you recognized within yourself that make this journey more than business for you? I don't focus on the outcome. Um, as far as my outcome, like I don't focus on the contract or the price or um, trying to, trick somebody into paying all this money for something. I have always thought, what is the value here for this person, for this company? Um, and then offering um, my services at a, a rate that's both comfortable um, for me and for them and allow them to get their projects out and my, my staff to get paid comfortably. Um, but it, it's never, it's, it's not, it's not my first Thought. My first thought is um, creating something that will help this company grow and 
focusing on that. And it always ends up in abundance. Always. I, I just don't, it's never anything I even worry about. We have grown so beautifully, so comfortably um, without ever saying the word scale or um, yeah, funnel. <laughs> we just, um, we just do really great work for a lot of awesome people who love that. And they just tell all their friends, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, when it comes down to it, if you're taking all the business vernacular out of it, that's what it is. Wow. So no doubt that's what a lot of, a lot of people want. So is there, is there anything else you would give anything else you would give in terms of tips, advice, or um, anything that if someone is, if someone is looking to, you know, maybe they're getting inconsistent clients, maybe they are a coach or they're looking to build a particular brand, a particular, um, you know, base, and they're doing all the, the, the same things in terms of their marketing, they're building a social media presence, they're building maybe a group or a podcast, um, what advice would you give someone that's looking to, you know, have the same sort of success that, that you're reaching? I would just keep evaluating what you're doing and what's working. Um, you know, are your clients happy? Are they coming back to you? Are they um, consistently in, in your, your workflow? If they're not, if you lose somebody, okay, what was the lesson there? What happened? How can you change? Um, you know, is it your onboarding process? Is it your, um, the way you end projects? Is it, you know, do where, where are your holes that you can fill? Because um, there's always a reason why something doesn't work out. And if it's a, if it's a connection thing, that's, you know, that is what it is. And, and I don't sweat that. Um, and they should, you shouldn't either. If, if something doesn't work out, I, I truly feel definitely evaluate it. See, think about why and what you could change and what lesson you can learn, but also know that like something better is coming. So, you know, if you lose this major opportunity, just take the lesson from it, if there is one, and just know that it, you know, there's something else like, okay, there's a new focus. There's something else coming down that, I, I really believe that um, nothing, everything happens for a reason. Mm. Totally. I think the more, the more people can feel, feel into that, that this business journey is not, is nothing more than just this big growth uh, experience that everything's happening for a reason. Everything's happening for your development. Yeah. Everything's happening so that you can serve at a higher level. Um, yeah. It's just awesome. Yeah. I really love I it. I think listen to your gut too. You know, you're so many times I've, either taken on a client that just, I felt like there was red flags or there was a misalignment and sure enough, you know, it just doesn't work out in the end. Um, and when I say that, I mean like they don't become a lifer. Um, that's what I'm always looking for is to serve a company for, I mean, we usually become their, um, you know, external marketing team or design team. Um, and that's always my goal is that's what we want to become because then we are, called upon and we have these this beautiful circle of clients that just keep coming back to us and um you know our our workflow is very full yeah cool is there anything in in your in your past in your history of doing this that you've had to really gain feedback on and test and tweak within your own business what are, what are some lessons that you've learned there yeah so um time originally i didn't have a project management system and um that was something that i was seeing a lot of things fall through the cracks and i was getting some feedback that like hey this took longer than than you had originally told me 
Um, so that was something I had to really look at and say, okay, well, how can I smooth this process out? Cause you cannot, as your business grows, keep it all in your head. Um, I pay for my tools. I pay for the best tools that work for me, um, that work well for my team. Um, I'm not afraid to invest money in to um, things that are make our lives easier, make our clients' lives easier. Um, so, you know, don't, and the worst thing I did was create systems in free things and kind of shoehorn um, together and then expect that to be suitable for 50 clients, um, you know, ongoing, current, constant work clients, like it's not going to work. So um, yeah, a long time ago, I, I probably tried every single project management system in the, under the sun. Um, but yeah, we've, we've been uh, building our, our process through this. Um, and, and don't be afraid to, to get help. You know, if you need a team, if you need to start, um, cause for a long time I was like, no, I'm going to do it all myself. And, um, and that just never worked out well. Cause I would think you can get it all done and then you, you can't. So, um, you know, I was letting clients down and that's when I realized like, oh, this, this is bigger than just me. I really do need to, um, bring some people on it, on this. So don't be afraid to start spreading your wings a little bit that way too. If you need assistance, if you need um, other other people on your team, like put the, uh, and I actually, one thing on that, I have found great success with team members when I go search them out myself. So, and it's probably easier for me to do because I'm looking for creatives so I can go on Instagram and I can find them on Behance and specifically ask them like, hey, are you looking for work? This is what we're doing. This project fits your wheelhouse. Like your, your style is totally what we need for this um, rather than the opposite where I'll put, I used to put ads out like, okay, we're looking for a designer. And the, the, the people that would come in, um, you know, didn't quite fit what we were looking for. So, you know, we're in a really unique position right now to be able to kind of see into the back door of, of people. Like you can go on LinkedIn, you can do a search, you can find specific people that you want to, and just, Hey, how are you? Not like an automated crop copy paste, um, just a genuine, Hey, I think you're awesome. Let's see what we can do together. And mm. uh, no doubt the area of focus is like, what systems can I put in place? What team can I put in place that's best going to serve the client? That's going to yeah. give them, like you said before, the, the experience that's the most easy to work with you and obviously the most enjoyable where they, they, get the, they get the results that they're after and they get to build this relationship with you that's long lasting. Um, yeah, yeah. That sets the base for everything you need for a thriving client, you know, a thriving experience and a thriving business on, on your behalf as a byproduct of that. Is that the way I you see it? I always knew, yeah, I always knew I was like, hitting the point where I needed to pivot my team or whether it's expand or change out somebody that wasn't quite the right energy when I was working beyond what I wanted to work when I was working and it was 2 AM and I was like, all right, this isn't what I want to be doing. So I need to look at what's going on here um, and change some things. So I, I feel like that's always like the, the point where I realized like, Oh, we've, we've grown again and we need to expand a little bit. Gotcha. Gotcha. So before I ask for some, so, you know, some wrap up kind of topics, where, where can people find out more about you? Where can we suss you out to, to stalk you and stalk <laughs> what you're all about? We won't give you, um, we won't give away your, your, 
your address so we can stalk through your bin. We'll, uh, <laughs> so look through my garbage. It's all you. coffee grinds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thinkmocha.com is the website, and um, that's the business site. You can find me on Instagram um, at thinkmocha or at Kendra Beavis. That's kind of my, if you really want to know who I am and what my life's all about, that's um, probably your best bet. I, I live... Um, exactly, you know, I put out there what I'm trying to build. So um, you'll see my kids, my husband, like the things I love doing. I, I truly believe business and life are not separate. They're the same. Um, and uh, you should live it not separate, <laughs> combine it. Um, you know, there are plenty of days where I'm in the middle of zooming with a client and then I'll take an hour with my daughter and go on a kayak ride. Um, so yeah, I, go find me there, connect. I have a podcast too, um, Tribe of Unicorns. You can check that out. Um, we interview creative entrepreneurs and just pretty awesome people who have done incredible things and you want to know how. Beautiful. And I, I want to not only thank you for being here, but it's so, it's so refreshing to see um, just someone building their business in a way that's so aligned with me. I know so many people have different ideas of business and things like this, but when you're when the business is the byproduct, just what's flowing through you in terms of genuine, not only your skills and expertise, but genuine care and love and kindness and compassion. It is, it's, it's so refreshing to see. And obviously it's allowing you to, to thrive, but also you feel lit up. Right. And I think that's the difference between not only being a business owner, but being a genuine fiduciary advisor for your clients where you're the go-to expert that has that genuinely feels their best interest and you know their best yeah. interest and you will do everything in their best interest um and i think when people have that type of relationship that's why they keep coming back to you they feel that care they feel this person knows me they have my best interest at heart they love solving these challenges for me and therefore the investment of your services is is 10 times worth it yeah. and so i want to thank you for being here thank you for how you show up is there anything in, is there anything else that's on your mind anything else you want to share that would make this conversation feel complete i just think you know we're all so lucky to be able to create businesses that we absolutely love to wake up in the morning and do so love your business love your life take every opportunity um, you know, don't take things so personally if, if they don't go your way, you know, wish that person love and light and move on. And you never know where they, you could run into them again in the future. Maybe they do end up becoming a, a friend or a client, but you know, just it, we're lucky and, uh, I'm very honored to be here today. So. Awesome. Thank you so much for your kindness, your wisdom. We really, really appreciate it. I'll put all the links in the show notes. So people can reach out to you, build that relationship you and uh and no doubt there's gonna be a lot of people who are sussing, sussing you out and wanting to know a bit more about you <laughs> so thank you so much for being here it's been awesome thank you have a good one thanks for listening to the awaken your business podcast if you're a heart-centered business owner you know that selling marketing and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear doubt and scarcity and this is why I created the community on Facebook called the serving circle it's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups 
and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.